Hey everyone, I'm Kristen Holmes, a national correspondent here at CNN, in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, November 22nd. Several trials and investigations happening at the state and federal levels have one thing in common, former President Donald Trump. So to start, we have new updates on the Justice Department's investigation into documents at Mar-a-Lago. This is a topic we've covered a lot on this podcast, but as a reminder, the DOJ is basically examining whether Donald Trump broke the law by taking classified documents from the White House to his beach home. Today, the focus is on the special master in the case. Now, Trump asked for a special master because he said there was a risk that documents under attorney-client privilege or executive privilege were swept up in the DOJ's search. A lower court judge surprised a lot of people by granting Trump's request and appointing Raymond Deary to be the special master. Well, today, the Justice Department presented its arguments to a federal appeals court to axe the special master entirely. The 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals heard arguments on the matter. If it does decide to throw out the special master, this would majorly speed up the DOJ's investigation. Trump has also asked again for an unredacted version of the FBI affidavit that was used to search his Mar-a-Lago home. In a new court filing to the federal judge who appointed the special master, Trump lawyers said, quote, the fact that government took a huge volume of personal and family photographs, newspapers, thank you notes, campaign materials, books, and golf shirts demonstrates that this search and seizure was nothing more than a general ransacking. His lawyers say Trump must be able to see the affidavit to determine whether his Fourth Amendment rights were violated. The new filing also suggests that the Trump team is considering filing a so-called Rule 41G motion, which is a way for someone to seek back property alleged to be unlawfully taken in a search. Now, this is the first hearing since the appointment of special counsel Jack Smith. Last week, Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed a special counsel to oversee the DOJ's Mar-a-Lago investigation, as well as the DOJ's investigation into key aspects of the January 6th insurrection. Based on recent developments, including the former president's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election, and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. While Smith wasn't at the hearing today, he personally approved of all the arguments that prosecutors made to get rid of the special master. Since Smith stepped into his new position, he has made it clear to investigative teams that his arrival shouldn't delay work already underway. Smith is jumping in after many aggressive steps towards gathering information about how Trump handled documents and his actions after the 2020 election have already been taken. And on that note, let's get into the latest with the Fulton County's probe in Georgia, where Senator Lindsey Graham is testifying today before a grand jury that's investigating efforts to overturn the 2020 election in the state. Court documents show prosecutors wanted to question Graham about calls he made to Georgia election officials after the 2020 presidential election, as well as his interactions with the Trump campaign. He testified today after spending months fighting in court not to, but the Supreme Court ultimately declined to block the grand jury's subpoena for his testimony. Graham argued that he shouldn't have to comply with the subpoena because a clause in the Constitution protects lawmakers from some criminal or civil proceedings related to their legislative duties. The courts ruled Graham should not be questioned about how he decided to certify the 2020 election results, but a federal appeals court basically said everything else is fair game. After his testimony, Graham said he was treated with respect, professionalism, and courtesy. His office said that out of respect for the grand jury process, he will not comment on the substance of the questions. 
Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger told CNN Graham called him in 2020 while the state was conducting a recount and thought Graham was suggesting he should discard some ballots. CNN confronted Graham about this back in November of 2020. That wasn't my intent, and that wasn't the purpose of the conversation, to throw out ballots. We're talking about an election we ain't even had yet, which is the Senate races. That was my focus. Remember, that's when Georgia was gearing up for two Senate runoffs, elections that Democrats John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock ended up winning. The Fulton County District Attorney previously said she wants to wrap up the grand jury's investigative work this year. But court battles for testimony from a handful of witnesses like Michael Flynn and former Trump White House lawyer Eric Hirschman are still ongoing. And today, the Supreme Court cleared the way for the release of former President Trump's tax returns to a Democratic-led House committee. This is a major loss to Trump, who has worked to shield the release of his tax returns for years. The fate of five alleged leaders of the right-wing militia group, the Oath Keepers, is now in the hands of a jury in D.C. The Justice Department alleges that the five defendants conspired to forcibly stop the peaceful transfer of power from Trump to President Joe Biden on January 6th. Jurors are considering 10 charges, including seditious conspiracy and obstructing the Electoral College vote. All five have pleaded not guilty. If they're convicted of the most serious charges, each defendant could face up to 20 years in federal prison. Defense attorneys have argued that there was no uniform plan in place among the group. But during the trial, prosecutors played secretly recorded audio from a November 2020 group meeting, where one of the defendants, Stuart Rhodes, is heard saying, quote, we're not getting out of this without a fight. Defense attorneys have argued that this was nothing more than locker room talk. Seditious conspiracy cases are notoriously hard to prove, and this trial is a major test for the DOJ's ability to hold January 6 rioters accountable. All of this is happening, of course, as Trump is running for president in 2024. Trump has maintained his innocence and hasn't been charged with anything yet. But the January 6th and classified documents probes happening while he's campaigning means it is possible we could see an indictment of a former president during a White House race. Not to mention, there's also the New York Attorney General's separate $250 million lawsuit against Trump, his eldest children, and the Trump Organization. The suit claims they were part of a decade-long financial scheme where Trump inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to make himself richer, claims Trump has denied. Well, today, a New York state judge set an October 2023 trial date, right when the presidential election will really be in full swing. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please take a moment to rate and review us and share it with a friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow.